When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How's it going, people? Welcome back to the channel and welcome back to another Forever Arsenal podcast. We're here just about, you know, a couple of men running a few minutes late. We're going to talk about that. I don't know why someone's holding up three, three fingers. For, also, but we're going to can talk you make it clear that, that it's three fingers, please? <laughs> you're doing it at a slight angle and it doesn't look quite as... <laughs> looks like you're going for something a bit different. What are you on about, judges down there? What are you on about? He's on mute as well. Even better. It's embarrassing. Three-point judge. Just call me the three-point judge. So I want to be known as three-point judge. I'm going to call you the late judge. That's what I'm going to call not you. Like, I'm not like I had internet issues or or you being a... I, I, do you know what? I'm going to really say this now. I do not trust you as much, as far as James could throw you. I really mean that. Like, can, I tell the pe- can I tell the people why you're saying that? Can you Give me a second. Yeah, give me a second. Right, yeah, I, feel, free. feel free. I sent the link on. for the stream into the Forever Arsenal group. The link. Just, just the link. It's, it's streamyard.com forward slash a few letters and numbers combined. Yeah. This was done well before the time allocated to record the show. Well before. Coming up to the time to be here for the show on time because the rules need to be implemented, people. Remember, we heard this, minus three, all of that. It's a disgrace. Michelle in the bathroom. It's, it's going crazy. Yeah? So, <laughs> you see, Michelle, oh, the first, guys, don't forget, Missy. I've had two points go dactsy for that as well. Like, wait, wait, Lee, let me finish. Let me finish. Right there, bro, go on. I've sent the link, and it's forward slash letters, numbers combined. Lee's having a hard time getting in. He doesn't know what's going on. Now, my colleague, the producer behind the scenes, he's sent the exact same link. The exact same link. Letter for letter, number for number. And bear in mind, Lee Judges types this out. He types these links out. He doesn't click them. He types it. So all of a sudden, he's typed my my colleague's link and it works. And now he's framing me as being someone suspicious and he doesn't deserve a points deduction. I was here waiting. My my child's crying. He wants his dad. It's Christmas time. And, and this guy's keeping me here, holding me Listen, up for an extra minute. For a point, you wouldn't feed your son. I'm telling you that now. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not having that. I, <laughs> I, 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 just for some unknown reason, it wouldn't go through. And James had the same sort of problem. <clears throat> don't, just maybe a technical issue. And I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure technical issues, if we're going to go on that, Jordan would be on minus 30, you know what I mean? Like, come on, let's be honest. <laughs> you know, you know? No, I'm not having Sorry. it. 
Well, you know what? I don't see any going on here, like, you know, because certain certain person gets it right, you know, the two nil winners predicted, and everybody, you know, is a bit there's a bit of jealousy in the house. That's all I'm saying, like. I mean, no one could be happy for a three point judge. That's all I'm saying. I'm I'm just still laughing. Sorry, can we just acknowledge the, the insanity? I know it's old news now. The fact that Lee was doing a podcast with his missus locked in the bar. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's my still, dedication. That's the philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> with an iPad, with an iPad. Don't forget that. Because it was probably at three o'clock in the morning or it was early or it was early or late. <laughs> never again. She said, like, when we was in Dubai, never again. That was over, like, you know, as we got on the flight, never again. She actually oh, left the oh, yeah. oh, Lovely. <laughs> and also, like, you know, I'm going to start, I'm going to bring it up again because it's Christmas, you know what I mean? And sometimes you get gifts at Christmas. I've got doc point, two points, people. Yes, two points for attending my daughter's birthday meal and, and running late, you know what I mean? Like, I, I couldn't not just say, by the way, forget about the chocolate cake, Emily. I've got to be back for the... Um, I've got my son ringing me now. I'm like, I'm better not ask. I'll get a point deducted. You know what I mean? Sorry, child. Can't ring. Can't answer like because I might get a point deducted. <laughs> yeah. So she didn't have no chocolate cake, and I thought oh, I've got lost two points. <laughs> but anyway. Oh shit. <laughs> we move as Turkey I'll, says. We move. I'm swinging. Arsenal scored two goals. Lee Judges got two points. Three We're here to talk about it all. Horrible, We're here to talk about it all. We'll bring the prediction table up later. Lee Judges did get the correct score, but he's on trial at the moment. I say, you know, we're, yeah. we're going to see what James and Jordan has to think when the prediction table comes up. We'll give them time to mull it I'm over. Surprised you're not putting me on trial. That was a minute. No, nah, you made it. You made it, James. Let, come on, you made it, bro. You made it. You was on time. I. Oh, I'll come round and clean your sheets in the morning. Like. <laughs> I, I sent an evidence. I sent an evidence at three twenty nine, guys. Look, James, what, what did I do? My lo- yes. my lawyers told me no comment is the best way forward. So I'm gonna advise you just no comment. It you was on time. Lee judges is on trial, and you're one of the you're one of the jury. So get thinking. Get thinking. Um, all right, but we're here, people. Big up Lee. Big up James. Big up Jordan. Big up the Forever Arsenal team. And big up the people. Leave your comments as always. Leave your likes as always. Let's get to a thousand likes. Here to talk about a win. Here to talk about a big, big game coming up this weekend. And the Champions League draw is done. And a, and a little last 16 tie in the bag. February, March fixtures to be announced. Well, it's, it's going to be announced in the next hour or so. So we're not going to be able to talk about when exactly they fall. But it doesn't really matter. We know the team. But let's start with Brighton first. 2-0. I say comprehensive victory. I think it was... It was quite well. It was it was very dominating to say the least, um, and probably one of our better performances this season. If we're going to talk about our best Premier League performances in particular, because I think in the Champions League we've been slightly more consistently exciting and fluid, and and so on. In the Premier League, I'd put this one up there with one of our best this season. Um, James, we've spoken already a little, and um, we're going to spoke speak a bit more. Jordan Lee, as always, we'll start with one of you guys. Let's make a change, Jordan. Let's start with you. But if you can make a change and not start with any negatives, that would be amazing. No, no, no. The only negative is bloody Kai Havertz scored the second. I would have happily taken a one nil. We'll get to that later on. Um, <laughs> no, for, you know what? For English, me, no neg- yeah, one nil was fine. <laughs> one one nil wins titles. One nil wins titles. Um, no, I, I, I don't really have any negatives apart from the finishing. Really, that's probably the one negative. 
Um, <clears throat> I mean, I'm, I'm joking about the second goal, but really, it should have been three four. Um, if, if we're being brutal, I like the fact that you know, no dirty sheets. That's not something we've said very often at the Emirates this season. Um, so that was a, a huge plus. And from minute one, there's not been many games this season where from minute one, I felt like, oh, we've come out of the traps like we are taking it to them. Um, and I think that was intentional. I think uh, Arteta might have thought that, I know half their team didn't play in midweek, but, but half them did. They may have been a bit leggy. Let's really make them run early. Let's really make them track back early um, and try try and get an early lead and, and, and go for them. Um, I thought that uh, Gabriel Jesus was had a bit of an indifferent performance in the first half. I thought, as he always, he worked hard without being overly effective. If I'm being honest, um, I thought Odegaard was brilliant. I thought I thought bar a goal, I thought I thought his performance was was um, was imperious. And I think maybe because it was his birthday, I don't know, but um, he felt like he was in the mood. On um on on Saturday, um, Rye didn't have really much to do. I don't really have much to say on this game, if I'm being honest. Other than I like the fact that we, we were dominant, we got the clean sheet, got the three points. Um, I mean, and we got the hell out of there. I, I I didn't see any particularly phenomenal performances. I will say on Kai Havertz, I thought it was another good performance from Kai Havertz. I'm still not on the Havertz train, and and I want to be, and I, and I want to be, um. But I still have issues regarding his intensity. I think his performance level has definitely risen. I like what he's adding to our attack. But I still feel there are times where I think he could do even more. And maybe I'm being harsh, you know me. I mean, maybe I'm being a little too harsh. But I still feel there's a bit more that he can give, even though he's giving more than he was, say, six weeks ago. So I'm happy to acknowledge that whilst I thought he played very well, I think he can play better. I think there's more from Kai Havertz that, that I would like, but his trajectory is positive. So let me not let me not dampen it too much. Lee, there as always. How, how was it um, in terms of atmosphere? Yeah. And before saying thing, I'm the ticket master on the Kai Havertz train. Like you know, I'm, I'm going to be. Like, I'm on it. Like you know, I've been on it for from day one, and I'm I've got promoted, and now I'm the ticket master. <laughs> uh, there you go, ticket inspector. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a. The atmosphere was good in the ground. Um, uh, yeah, I've, I've uh, really echo everything that Jordan said there. The, the, um, the disappointing thing for me was the finishing, but I, I really, really liked the performance. I thought that it was a real good team performance. I felt that we looked at what um, Brighton done. A little bit dis- disappointed, but um, I would say like disappointed, but I have to give um, admiration for Brighton because they... Never changed their style. It looked like we'd um, sussed them out, and um, but they never tried to change from it. They just didn't go long, and I've, I actually said we we get something from one of those um, mistakes that they were making, playing trying to play out from the back. We didn't because we our, our finishing was poor. The one thing I did notice it though was um, uh, their two wide players who have been very very effective for for Brighton for the last year or so was more more concentrating on what Saka and uh, Martinelli were doing like you know d- uh, doubling up doubling up in fact when it went 1-0 1-0 then they started to come out of play and opened us up a few times but they never really done that because they was more worried about Saka and Martinelli I thought both worked really really hard I thought Martinelli was probably the better of the two in the end I'm glad that Mikel took uh, Sakharov because he was physically knackered he couldn't get back in that last five minutes I thought that was good from him then he got uh, 
Nelson on, who didn't have a lot to do, but run his, run his socks off for the calls. I like that when a player comes on with about five, six minutes to go, but just still puts in a shift, just knows he's not going to contribute in that, but was he's prepared to work. I thought Odegaard was fantastic, apart from his final ball and maybe a bit of finishing, but I thought he was brilliant. Kai Havertz, I thought, effective as as, as, as usual. And, and I'm going to say again, just probably nick the man of the match between off of Saliba and, and Gabriel for me was was Declan Rice for that last 20 minutes, 2025. When it, it was a part of that game when it was, I'm not say dodgy, but you, you, it, last season we might have messed up or whatever, but he just drives, makes sure it doesn't happen with his drive. And he's just such a wonderful player to watch. But and I, I, Jordan, I know, said that Jesus wasn't great in the first half. I just love watching him play. I just there's there's little bits of magic he does in a game that gets fans off their seats and and he and he he was effective and, and you know I think he was the one that was probably he only had the one chance and he took it like you know um, but yeah one one thing that's going to be a little bit disappointing I'm gonna, I don't really like to moan about the fans because you know I love the Arsenal fans and everything like but it's two o'clock kickoff you know what I mean like. 10 minutes from the end, it was a bit, well, even 1-0, we're only 1-0 up at the time, lots of people leaving. You know, I, I, I don't understand that, like, you know what I mean? Like, and then when you're walking around at the end of um, the game, last season, everybody was staying to the end and it was like packed crowd at, at the end. Last, yesterday, lots of empty seats and all that as the players are going around. I don't understand why the fans are doing that. I, I, like, they wasn't doing it last season, why are they doing it this season? I don't know. But um, that's the only negative. I'm really trying to, you know, you, you, if you find any negatives, you're sort of like pushing for them, really. I, I thought it was a wonderful, wonderful performance. Really dominant. And, and, and Brighton are a good side. And we we limited them to, to virtually nothing. You know, and we've, well, I'm very, very pleased with the way that performance went. James, how many better performances have we had this season? Premier League. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think if you're talking about tactically nullifying a team and getting over the line, then Man City's got to be up there. I think if you're talking about Goodison Park. And look, by the way, doesn't that Goodison Park win look better and better with every week that goes by? So listen, we've had some good ones, but that's my favourite one in terms of how dominant we were. Isn't it funny though, like, I think this almost should be a little bit of a lesson to fans, me included, like, don't underestimate how much the fine margins can swing an opinion quite drastically. I don't think that performance against Brighton was actually that different to the Man City one, both tactically, both in terms of, I think the only difference was that we started really fast against Brighton and we took control of that first 10 minutes. Villa, I thought, started better against us. But generally, same kind of thing, winning the ball in midfield, lots of transitions, pressing really well, actually a lot of frustration in what we made of those openings and and actually not kind of really killing the the opposition for the mistakes they made. But then eventually we did get the goal against Brighton where it eluded us against Villa. Um, but yeah, really, really good performance. Um, you know, there seems to be, we do this a lot in kind of football media and football fandom or whatever, like someone, a team or a club or a manager do really well. And they sort of, the way we look at them goes right to the top. And then maybe they have a bit of a purple patch and suddenly they sink quite quickly. Deserving Brighton are a very good side. This is a team that have had a lot of injuries, have had a lot of their best players, best staff, lots of the things that make Brighton great, you know, plucked away. But they keep going. They keep, you know, reinventing themselves and finding another way. And this year, 
they were in European football, not just the Conference League, you know, in the Europa League with Marseille, Ajax and Athens, came top of that group, managing all the injuries and are still eighth in the table or something. Like, there's a lot to respect about Brighton and Deserby and they play really good football. And for us to completely control a game to a point where you actually have their players and their manager in particular, Deserby, coming out and saying they're one of, if not the best team in the league, we've not had that before. We've never felt like that after a game before in terms of just how much we dominated. You've got to you've got to just have a real smile as an Arsenal fan. And I really take those words quite seriously. So I enjoy it for all those reasons. Yeah. And I go going back to I mean, like I said, it's one of the best. I think the Man City one's up there for sure. And that Everton one's definitely up there. But on the Kai Havertz stuff, I'm not on no trains. I'm not selling tickets to no trains, but I will acknowledge improved the performances. And he's definitely improved for sure. Um, mm. One thing I need more more from him in that final third is a bit more conviction in his, in his final third passing. I think there's a couple of times in that Brighton game, first half to Saka, where doesn't necessarily need to pass. I wouldn't, you know, use it against him if he, if he brings it on his left and takes a shot running, you know, when it's a three-on-two situation like that, um, as long as you at least make the keeper work. Um, and there was a time in the second half where he should have played it through to Jesus running from the right and then chose Martinelli on the left, played it behind him, slowed the move down. That he needs to be a bit better at, but you see this, I, I used to just, not even used to, I still do because I don't understand you know, this confidence thing to the extent it's used, but it does seem like he's playing a lot more confidently now. But mm, yeah. that, that his final third action still need that bit more. And I think he's now at a level where he's getting praised for better and good performances and he's making an impact out there. Now the next bit is he needs that confidence in the final third to either have a shot or, or, or lay the pass. That older guard pass to Saka is one of the best passes I've seen in a player mm. making an Arsenal shirt. One of yeah. the one of the main reasons for that pass, forget technical ability and all this, it's the conviction he had behind it. He knew in yeah. his head, I'm gonna get this to Saka. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna get it. And his body did the rest of the work. His his leg, his foot did the rest of the work. Conviction goes a long way in the final third. Players at Burkham Brazil, they had the conviction because they believed in their source. I think Havertz yeah. has that technical ability in him, but I just need him to believe in himself a little bit more, which, which should well, come now. Can, can I talk on the Havertz thing quickly? Because um, I'm going to plug Tactical Insight, which I always do, because I, you know, I know that we have a lot of fans right here on the screen who obviously watch it all. Look, I'm going to sleep. Um, I, 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 um, I looked at the data behind Kai Havertz, and what a lot of people are saying, you know, about his performances and lack of kind of maybe really taking a game by the scruff of the neck or whatever. Like a lot of the underlying numbers tell you that he is not ranking well amongst midfielders for things that midfielders do, which is passing, shot-creating actions, like expected assists, all the things that you think a £65 million midfielder would do. But you know what he's really good at? And like, I, I go into detail on it on Tactical Insight, but he's very good at, like, touches in the attacking penalty area. Like, he's right up there in the top 2% of that. He is right up there for things like carries into the penalty area, for winning the ball in the middle third of the pitch. He... All the things that we've been praising him for doing well, like winning aerial duels, he's ranking so highly in all those things. And it's kind of making me realise, like, we see midfielders, which makes sense because they are in the middle of the pitch. They have attackers in front of them to attack. They have defenders behind them to defend. They have to do a little bit of everything. They have to facilitate everything and everyone around them. Kai Havertz isn't really that. He is in terms of he works hard and tactically he maybe facilitates a lot. But he's, he's the guy at the end of the move. Look at the goals he scored. 
Like, he's the one getting onto Jesus's flick on twice for the Lons and Luton goal. He's the one in this move when Eddie slip, uh, slips the ball through to him. Think about it, guys. We're 1-0 up holding onto a lead against Brighton. And it's not Havertz, you know, deep in midfield trying to protect and shield. It's Havertz, the highest player up the pitch with Eddie dropping into the pocket. He is the guy getting on the end of things. You know, he had a header that, you know, probably should have done better with, should have scored. And it's made me kind of realise, like, actually, his best work is done without the ball. And I know that that might sound like I'm doing too much, but because I'm starting to see it, I'm starting to see now where it's really benefiting Arsenal. I can say that with a little bit more chest now, which is, Actually, in possession, how often is he at the be- is he at the heart of our best build-up? Rarely. You know, like, th- those are Zinchenko, that's Rice, that's maybe Jesus dropping in. He might be there, he might have a part to play. But I'm talking at the heart of it, the guy who made the build-up happen, whatever. He's maybe not, but he's, he's getting on the end of things. That His movement is good and he he's there to finish things, it looks like. So maybe maybe Arteta's locked so- unlocked something I'm different. There. On, on that note, because I agree with you, I, I, I look at it like he's he's Jesus's decoy at times, he's Odegaard's decoy at times, he's Martinelli's yeah. decoy at times. On the pitch, Arteta will move him into different positions at different times on the pitch. He, sometimes you'll find him wide left and then mm. Martinelli's somewhere else or so, you'll yeah. find him up front and Jesus or Eddie in this situation. Older, so he's like the, whether I agree with it or not for 65 mil, uh, listen, we'll yet to find out come May. Mm-hmm. deliver what we what we what we've been craving then you know I don't, I agree. listen don't even need to agree it come then um, yeah, exactly. yeah. but yeah I, I, at least i'm seeing some worth because i can't lie i didn't i didn't have high, high well i still don't have high hopes but i didn't even have low hopes if i'm honest with you so at least at least my hopes have raised a little bit that he can add something and he's only three goals shy of jacker's career high for Arsenal which was last season so he's on course to to get better and what I wanted out of an upgrade in Xhaka's position is someone that adds more output in the final third more productivity so Agreed. hopefully he does that it was a really nice finish by the way because he, he slightly lifts it so that the outstretched leg of a keeper couldn't just block it away so it's actually quite a clever finish um you know some might say that some might say the keeper should have done better mm. but he but he does he gets enough lift on it to make it go on Jordan what were you moaning about now What's wrong with it? What's wrong? What, no, no, what don't no, you like no, 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 no. I just, I was agreeing with what you, the latter part of what you said when you said some people may say the keeper should do better. I think if that's my keeper, I'm looking yeah. at him like it's a good finish, but I'm looking at my goalkeeper. I, yeah, yeah. It's not, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't even call I, it. He finished that little it. lift, that little lift he puts <clears> just means that it's not high enough. Maybe I'm overdoing it, but it's not high enough for the outstretched arm. It's not low enough for the leg that stuck out to just block it away. That's quite clever from him. I'm not saying, you know, he, he hit an impossible part of the net, but I think he just, he took it in a way that made that a bit more difficult. Genuinely. I'll, I'll, give, I'll, give, I'll give him his moment. I'm not going to dampen it. We'll give it to play, him. I mean, Ozil used to do it with, it was totally different. Ozil used to punch the ball into the ground so that it was that's, difficult. That, that, that was totally different. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's an unbelievable bit of skill. But what I'm saying is, rather than just try roll it into the back of the net, you put a little bit of lift or something, you're making it, you're making it, let's lift. Guys, let's give it to him, you know. Nice little, nice little goal, old Kai. 65 um, million. He scored again. Unbelievable. I see what no one's saying at the moment. Oh, we're missing Shaka. So that's that tells me, you know, four or five weeks ago, oh, we're missing Shaka, we're missing Shaka. No one's saying it now. So well, Kai's I'm, doing, doing the business. I, he's, he's doing well, but like I said at the start, I'm um if he gave me Shaka last season and Kai Havertz now, I'm taking Granite Shaka. So I'm not sold on Kai Havertz just yet. But right now, 
he's doing well. Mm-hmm. So let's say that. Let's let's Anfield let's say when he's doing well. Yeah, Anfield. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. Massive. Yeah. Can can he? He he's been he's been weirdly physically commanding in that midfield, like winning his duels, winning the ball back up the pitch. If you can do that way at Anfield, I'll actually be pretty impressed because they're Jurgen Klopp midfielders are, are they're renowned for just making it so difficult for you to settle into a game and they'll physically outdo you. If he if he even just does what he did against Villa and in this last game away at Anfield, I'll legitimately be like pretty impressed with that, you know. Let's let's circle to Anfield once we get to the yeah, latter of half of the show yeah. and then bring this back up because it is a good point that I want to raise something on as well regarding Kai and this game. Um but, but on this Brighton game, I mean we could talk about Rice again, but that's become somewhat the norm. I think Ben White criticism is becoming quite a, a running theme now. Um, Did you hear about his in, you heard he's playing through injury? I, I found that out about yeah. two hours ago. Yeah, I and, saw that. And so I actually sort of want to apologise. <laughs> I did it on Tactical Insight as well. I, a player who's playing through injury and comes out and is still kind of giving their all, like, I do feel bad because I've been quite on him for the Villa and Luton games. I didn't think actually didn't think he looked great against Brighton either. But you know what? You're playing through injury where we've got a load of players missing in that particular position, Tommy Asu and, and Timber. Yeah, I'll probably have to re- rein it in a little bit on that. Has he looked... I, I I tend to agree that he hasn't looked great, but has he looked bad? Because I don't think he's looked bad either. I just think he hasn't bad. lived up to last season's expectations or standards that he done. But most players yeah. haven't yet this season. I think his, his bar was so high last year. We played so well last year. I think, you know, I'm a big fan of his, but it does look like he's, he's either playing within himself or... Uh, so if that's the case, you know, uh, he's not really going... Even like... Um, when he was taken on the outside a couple of times in that game, it didn't look like he was in full sprint, if you know what I mean. It just seemed like he was going through, through just getting through a game. So, and what, I don't even know what the injury is. Does, does we, do we know what the injury is? Or Someone just, someone said it looks like he's carrying a knock and then the best of ITKs, the team news and ticks guys on, on Twitter said that, yeah, he is. So. But there was that game he came off the bench near the end. Surely that contradicts that. Like, would that would that? Well, yeah, against, you know, in a dead rubber he comes on, and why, why would you do that on a dead rubber? Like you know, so I don't know. I, I just don't think he's not quite out for whatever reason this time around. Oh, look, listen, he done some good things yesterday, uh, Saturday. He done some good things, but he's not at the he's not at the level he was last season. And um, listen. That, that's not a criticism because that level that he he set himself last season was was exceptional. It was exceptional. It was, you know, I was saying it was probably the best English defender at the time. So to to set those levels, it's it's hard to to get to that again. Um, but you know, he was up against a very very good player, by the way. And uh, you know, I know that he was more defensive minded, but um, listen, he's going to skim more than more than uh, one defender this season. So listen, I I just think he's just lost a little bit of form and um, as I say like you know if he is injured are we saying that a half fit Ben White is better than a full fit Cedric I'm not so sure about that like you know so because he hasn't been bad I don't think it's been that much of a concern I just put it down to the the whole change up tactically because like I said the the same can be applied for every player I don't think any player Mm. any players reached the standards they set last season yet you know, I think yeah. the, ho- the hope is that they reach it in February, March, the business end, and we really, you know, start kicking on Alice City over the last however many years in the business end. But I don't think Ben White's been bad for me. I mean, I think Tommy Ash has been our best fullback, but that goes across the 
the both sides with Zinchenko and, and Ben White. There was one moment Zinchenko didn't help out White with that that quick free kick. I think Matoma grabbed it and, yeah. and then Ben White had yeah. to get a yellow. I think that was first half off the top of my head. So after yeah, a yellow, yeah. probably in your in your head. Not that they attacked much, but yeah, I don't I, I just don't know why people are talking about it as much as, as they are. I don't think it's a big concern. Um Jordan, do, what do you think? Um no, I don't think he's playing poorly, but I think I mean until we have it confirmed that it's definitely an injury, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna run with that. He's been he's not been great. This the game the games that James flagged earlier on, in those games, he was poor. And more so the goals, some of the goals that were scored across those goals across those games were down to him. So yeah, I mean, he needs to up his level for sure. Tommy Asu is our best, our best fullback when when everybody's fit on current form at the moment. I don't think he's been awful. It's not a case of, as Lee said, would I rather have a fully fit Cedric in over a seventy percent fit Ben White? I'm not there yet, but um, against Liverpool, he will be tested. So I think it's, we'll get to that later on the show. But I think it's a genuine question as to whether you want a right back that will be tested by Liverpool's wide men who's not fully fit or on form against someone that did have one good game or been a dead rubber and is fully fit. I, I don't know, but he, he needs to raise it again for sure. Cool. Just thought I'd have a little word on Ben Wack because I'm seeing a lot of traction with his name involved on socials and a lot of people asking about him. Um, anything else on the Brighton one that I'm missing? Because I don't think there nope. is much else. I'm, I'm glad that John mentioned that Erdegaard was... Brilliant. I thought I thought he was yeah. better in this game than he was against Wolves. I mentioned after the Wolves mm. game tentatively because I think people were just really excited to have a great Erdegaard back. And he was very good. He was a lot better in that game. But in this, as in better than what he'd been showing before that season, this season. Um against Brighton, he was cleaner. Like it was mm. His decision making was really good. The passes mm-hmm. were attempted again. Right, I don't mind him getting it wrong in front of goals, scoring goals and putting it in the back of the net is the hardest thing to do. Yeah, he missed chance against Villa. That's frustrating, but the general frustration was towards the team. I felt this Brighton game, um, he just pulled the strings really, really well. Thought him and Trossard linked up really well for the build up in that second goal. Um, Eddie's appearance off the bench was nice. I mean, that's a lovely pass for the equaliser. Uh, sorry for, for the equaliser. Thank God it wasn't an equaliser um, for the second goal. Yeah. I thought Saka, I thought Saka looked really good. Like he was just taking on Milner and just giving him trouble all game. And I said it on the watch along. I would like to send a big thank you to William Sleever and Gabriel Magalhaes for playing for our club <laughs> because they're unbelievable. Like I, I really, mm. they are two special, special defenders. And, um, you know, you can give credit to Mikel Arteta tactically for the way we press Brighton. We forced him into so many errors. These are one of the best. This is one of the best teams in the league when it comes to playing out the back and possession-based football. We made them. We forced them into so many errors. But can you do that if you don't have two defenders that you can basically say, "Yeah, follow your man all the way into midfield. We'll cover you, and we know you'll win it." Like you have to trust your players, and you only trust them because they're that good. And Saliba and Gabriel are. For me, the, the best partnership in the league. I really believe that. And two of the best defenders in the league. Like, I'm totally convinced by it. Yeah, they're definitely. Well, I, I agree this season for sure. Saliba. And, and Gabriel tends to not get the credit that Saliba does. But that, that, that's the way that's the way football works. Usually one centre-back partner gets more than the other. But they both work well together. And I think that's that's the formula for them to... Eddie definitely, you know, you're right to mention him. I mentioned him in my fan cam, but it was a, an excellent pass. We look at that Brentford chance that he had. Well, in hindsight, mm-hmm. we obviously we won it, but at the time it was nil nil, and we thought, why didn't you look up and pass it? 
tame effort, you know, that could have cost us two, two, two extra points. Um, but this time he, he, he got it at his feet. He didn't even really look up like that. He disguised the pass quite well because it looked like the easier pass was the one, or the easier pass was the one out to Saka, I think. Instead, mm-hmm. he put some disguise on it into Havertz and yeah, the rest is history. Game wrapped up. But not only the game wrapped up, but Champions League last 16 draws wrapped up. Before we get into that, hit the like button, people. 31 minutes in, we should have hit a thousand likes now. Get your comments in as well on the Brighton game, thoughts, feelings, etc. And yeah, James, you've done the draw on, on obviously right here on this channel live. Make sure you go check that out, people. Um, good conversations throughout. Lee, Jordan, Jordan, let's start with you on, on the draw. I mean, Porto, I think favourable one. Guys. Well, I'm I'm trying I'm trying to go to the game actually because Porto that's a that's a part of Portugal that I've not been to before and I've been to most places in Portugal and I hear good things about that. So I'm I'm doing a league. I'm looking to kind of get get my holidays via Arsenal for the next the next six months. You know what I mean? Um, I, I'll be brief because I I don't mean to sound obtuse or even rude. I just don't care. I really don't care. We've got Porto. Let's beat them, not them out of move. When it comes to cup competitions, my mantra is just win. Just win. If we'd have drawn, I know we couldn't draw them, but if we'd have drawn Real Madrid, cool. Let's get on with it. Let's go. If we'd have drawn Copenhagen, let's get on with it and, and dominate. I don't really care. I don't, again, I'm not trying to be rude. What do you mean by that? I mean, like, the, fact, the, the team we've drawn isn't important to me. We're in the oh, next yeah. round. Do you know what I mean? Just beat the team and move on. I don't care if it's, if it's a big team. I don't care if it's, a, if it's a European minnow. My focus is on we're in the Champions League. We're back in the big party. We've got a good enough squad to go deep in this competition. We've got a good enough manager to take us deep into this competition. The, the opponent for me is not really relevant. We can dissect ahead of the game how we're going to win that game. But in terms of the team we've drawn... I think that I think the reason I said why do you, what do you mean by that is because when you said Real Madrid then Copenhagen I think it was Real Madrid would care a hell of a lot more because we've been craving Champions League knockout nights against teams yeah. like Real Madrid not necessarily teams like Porto where I get you go get the job done and move into the quarters and let's wait for these big Champions League nights Copenhagen same as Porto They'd, these but Real Madrids and Bayern Munichs and Barcelonas and even Man City I've been craving this. Tuesday, Wednesday night knockout stage football against against the, the the biggest side. So them ones I'd care about. The, this oh, one, the, I get the, you. The it can be a Europa League last sixteen tie as well. The, the, the sex the sex appeal of a big boy. You mean of getting a Madrid yeah. or a Barca? Of yeah. course, of course. When I say I don't care, I mean I just don't. The fact we've drawn Porto doesn't make me fearful or more hopeful. It just I just see it as a fixture that I expect us to go through it. Look, if we lose, we lose, right? But Arsenal have a squad and a team that I expect to go deep in this competition. So I think we can mix it with the best teams in Europe. Are Madrid better than Arsenal? Probably. Are Man City better than Arsenal? Yes. Are Bayern better than Arsenal? Probably. But I think we can mix with them. I wouldn't be scared if we draw Bayern. I wouldn't be scared if we draw Man City. So because we've got a squad that I believe can mix it with the best teams in Europe, I'm not saying that I expect us to win those games, but we can compete with those teams. I'm like, let's just, I don't really care who we draw. Back in the day, we didn't have a team good enough to mix it with the best teams in Europe. So I did care. <laughs> I did care because I was like, I was fearful. Whereas now we've got a squad that I look at and think, you should be mixing it with the best boys in Europe. Never mind Porto. So whoever gets drawn out the hat, for me, it doesn't really make a difference about how I feel. Compete and win. Move on. 
I do want to stick on you um, in terms of this subject for a sec because, because I, I I do get I saw, so who are you saying if you was to come up if we was to come up against you 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 think our chances are limited in in, in qualifying for the next round because those those are the, the ones oh, that surely like like Real Madrid I mean yes the, the, there's only three teams there's only three teams that I Real think Mar- we go into it as Real yeah Madrid, as non favorites yeah. but it's PSG I expect us to beat PSG okay, yeah 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 against. Napoli, Barcelona, uh, Napoli. I, I, I expect to win those games Inter- again. I'm not saying that I'm not saying we will. I'm just saying I expect us to. Yeah, so same, because same. I, because I have that confidence in, in 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 what my team brings, it just means that I'm not carrying. I'm not scared if we draw a big boy. I'm not like praying for a Copenhagen. Or I'm praying for a small team because, like I said on previous pods, we want to win the Champions League, right? And we can't tiptoe our way to a final. You have got to beat the big boy. So the fact that we've drawn Porto. Cool. That's a favourable draw that we should win. But I'm just being consistent in that if we'd have drawn a big boy, my response would be the same. I'm not being, I'm not chopping and changing depending on who we get. I expect my team to compete at the bare minimum with the best in Europe and at best beat everybody else. Cool. Lee's getting tired. I might start dock points for for yawning now as well. So be on the lookout, James Lee and Jordan. If I see any yawns, there is minus one. Wow, it's, 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 it's just me boring. That's what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't want to say that, but <laughs> every week I'm going to go to Jordan for at least forty minutes to show. Until, <laughs> get him on the tactical insight. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's, no, there's no need for that. There's no need for that. <laughs> yeah, there really was no need for that. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I've this is what the draws about. That's why if you want to, if you want Real Madrid or you want Bayern Munich or someone, come second in your group. You're guaranteed to get in one of them. Like the reason that we got top is that we got a a, a favourable draw going into the to the to the last sixteen and getting to the last eight. And listen, anything can happen then when you get into the last eight. That's that's got to be the objective to to, to you know you're going to play one of the big boys then whatever happens in the last eight. But the main thing is getting there, and and you want to get there is as easy as you can as, and as stress-free as you can. Two teams that that we that I looked at that draw and thought were favourable before the game, Porto and Copenhagen. You knew that um, Man City were going to get uh, Copenhagen. I knew that. You know what I mean? Like, that was a guarantee. You know what I mean? Like, you know. So, it only really left Porto. And, and to get them out first, I was buzzing for that draw today. I was really looking forward to it. Like, you know, and then when it come up, yeah, I... I really want to play PSG at this sort of stage and um if I'll be honest because you know they're capable but I, I looked at it and I thought well what's the best places to go to probably Porto or or was was one of them. Um so I, I think it's a good draw for us. I, I'm 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 looking forward to it. Um uh, I could be over Valentine's weekend it could cause a bit of stress you know what I mean uh, well actually I've just apparently uh it's gonna be the twenty third yeah Porter away, 21st of Feb. Uh, it's definitely that's confirmed, is it? Like, yeah? It's not confirmed. The reliable sources have said. Reliable sources. Well, that, that's, that's, that's cool. Not my man. reliable sources. The reliable sources on the internet yeah. that you can have a look at. So, I, I think that's a bit strange. Because I, I thought, because we was the first ones out, we'd be in the first bit of the draw. Do you know what I mean? Do you know, like the first back patch of it? But listen, that means, I, I think that's even better. It means that we're later on in February to, to start the campaign again, which isn't too bad. So, um, yeah, I, I, Porto are a decent side. But I think they uh, was in Barcelona's group when they ended up on the same points or something like, you know, so it weren't like uh, that. But like, um, 
Barcelona have won their group, they'd be looking at it and thinking going to Napoli. That's not a big consolation. That's a tough, tough game. So I, I think at the end of the day, it could have been a lot worse for us here, boys. A lot worse um, games for us. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Couple. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, was just, I mean, I, I, I am too. I'm just excited to be back in the round of 16. Porto feels a little familiar just because we've played them six times since in the last 15 years or something um so you know we're used you know we're used to playing them a little bit we've never won there um but we've also slapped them up three times at the emirates they haven't scored so um yeah it'd be a game to it'd be a game we should fancy ourselves they do have apparently very stern defense i mean i'm just seeing some of the mini that's confirmed now that is that is confirmed right there we go it's just confirmed now so um i've you know i've just been learning online you know today that you know, they've got a good defence, only nine goals conceded in the league. Experienced players, the likes of Taremi, who lead the line. You know, he's 30, 31 years old. Good all-round striker, can score goals. Pepe, who we all know from his Real Madrid days. You know, there's there's some talented players there. And um, Arsenal don't go through. So the only way Arsenal don't go through is if they don't handle the occasion well. Is if we do what we did against Monaco. We all remember the Monaco day where we just basically fluffed our line, missed a load of chances, defended like idiots, gave ourselves too much work to do in the second leg. That's that's the only, you know, if we are just professional, as we have been for a lot this season, don't get over-emotional, just deal with the deal with the fixture and deal with the occasion properly. Um, I, yeah, I fancy us to go through. Yeah, I do. But, you know, sporting remind us, reminds us last year of what can happen. So, um, you know, they're actually funnily enough facing each other tonight, Lisbon versus Sporting versus uh, Porto. So maybe want to keep an eye on. And I'm looking around at the other fixtures and there's a few good ones from an Arsenal fan's perspective as well. Because we've just mentioned, you know, Real Madrid, City, Bayern as the ones that if we face, they would be the favourites. But there's also ones that are very sticky, like, into Atletico, they play each other this round. Barcelona, Napoli, they play each other this round. And I even think for Real Madrid, RB Leipzig will be an interesting test as well because RB yeah. will, will, will definitely give it a go. And Real are Real, we know what Real are about, but they're also in, in, a, in a mini transition. It's just that Bellingham has hit the ground running so well that you know that transition is going as smoothly as, as it possibly could at this moment in time. Um, so hopefully, some of them fixtures turn out well for us in the quarterfinals yeah they're looking healthy because there's also you know Man City expected to make it Arsenal expect the the, the big boys will be in the quarterfinals essentially that's that, that's that's the way it's looking like from the draw but we will keep it moving now because we've got a big big fixture this weekend top of the table face off at Anfield first versus second um there's one point between us and yeah it's about time and when I say it's about time I, I I say it's about time that, you know, we can be confident going to Anfield because even last year, my confidence wasn't as confident as it could have been considering Liverpool wasn't the greatest last season, but Anfield was always a hoodoo. Now we got that draw out of the way. I do feel better placed now this season, even though Liverpool are better than they was last season, to go there and at least take something again. At least, I think we can go there and win it. I actually do think we can go there and win it. But come away with a point at the very least. And that's a good result for us, in my opinion. Don't know what you guys are thinking, but... I Look, I'll, I'll be really honest. I would take a point now. I know that's very defeatist. I know. Can we win? Absolutely. I don't think a point's bad. 
you know, we'd stay ahead of them. Okay, Villa might leapfrog us for Christmas. Um, it doesn't mean I don't think we can beat them. I just, Anfield, you know, I know every time we go to Anfield, you know, in every preview, we talk about what a special place. And funnily enough, after the, the United game, there's been sort of criticism of the atmosphere there, you know, for that game. And I, I just think, I think we'll do well to to go there, get a point and, and, and get out and, and go again. Um and look, can we win? Absolutely. We were tuning up there last year. I feel like we're in a position where we could go and, and still play good football, get a couple goals and maybe have a bit more defensive resilience to kind of get through it through it to the end. Um but I don't I don't think a point's bad at all. And look, I said I'd take a point. That probably is too defeatist. I'd want to play the game out and see, but I'm just saying it's not a bad result. And it's not like with Villa where funny enough, Villa and Liverpool are, are level on points at the moment. With Villa, I just felt the way they play, they concede a lot of chances. I felt we could go there and create a lot. And in fact, we did, but we lost that anyway. Um, points not bad at Anfield, but maybe I'm being far too negative about it. Maybe later in the week, I'll feel differently. Obviously, we're recording this on a Monday. Maybe by Friday, I'm going, let's have it. Come on, let's, let's go for it. But um, points not bad for me. No, I think I, I think I think when you really mull over it some more, I think saying you'll take a point now, you I think you will you, you'll change your mind on that. Yeah, a point I'm is changing it, my mind as I've said it. Like even now, I'm going actually no, but I'm, yeah, this whole debate came up around the Villa Park game, and I was I was a lot more like I was I was like definitely no, I wouldn't just take it if it were offered to me. We can go and win with Liverpool. I don't have that quite same like confidence. Um, I just know what Liverpool can be when at Anfield. I know this, and I actually I'm one of the few people that are saying that I don't rate Liverpool quite as highly as everyone else this season. Um, but I just think one game under the lights at Anfield, I just think they can make that really awkward for us. But yeah, we can do something. The, the reason why I wouldn't take a point in that kind of scenario would take a point now. A point at Anfield is good. I agree with James. You'd always take that. But the reason why, if it was offered to us now versus playing the game. Is because, as you said, Turkish, I think we can beat them at Anfield, but also a defeat's not terminal. So if we played the game and lost, yeah, it's not right. like it's not terminal. If this same scenario was in, say, end of March, I might take a point before the game and say, scrap the game, just give us a point and we'll, we'll move on. Whereas yeah. if we lose the game on Saturday, it's it's not it's not like, don't don't lose badly. But if you lose the game one nil, two nil, it's not it's not terminal. Listen, Arsenal have done really well in the last eighteen months to overcome, uh, tick off a lot of uh, challenges. Beating a top six side, beating a top side away from home. Uh, we've now beaten Manchester City. Um, we came close to beating Liverpool at Anfield last year. Double over Chelsea. We've, we've overcome some big things um, in the last year year and a half. But beating Liverpool at Anfield is the one thing we've still not done. We've not done that yet and we have to do it. Arsenal on Saturday could really show this league we can win this title and re really put down a marker to say, we're not just contenders, we are putting our hands up to say we are the front runners. City are in a bit of a weird period. If we can go to Anfield, and I agree with James, Liverpool aren't as good as I think their table, the table shows them to be. They're a good side and they can beat us. But they're not great. If we can go there and win, 
I'm telling you, people start looking at us differently. I need Martin Odegaard, the captain, to be an absolute bastard. I need him to be getting kicked the shit out of because he's that good. I need him to be the Martin Odegaard that we saw on the weekend and more. I need the, the back two, Gabriel and Saliba, to... I think it's unofficial, that probably the best centre-back pairing in the Premier League. Make it official. They need to make Darwin Nunes, who I don't rate at all. Darwin Nunes, for me, should be playing for bloody Luton. I don't, I don't rate him at all. I really don't. Don't let him mug me off, boys. Don't let him mug me off. I don't rate him. I need David Rea. To, now, by the way. I, it probably will. I need David Rea to make Aaron Ramsdale go in on Sunday morning and put in a transfer request because he knows I'm done. I'm done at the club. I'm not playing it. Put in a performance that shows everybody. Look at Lee's that... face. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, no, no. But I'm saying I need to perform My so boy. well. So well, Ramsdale's like, I'm done here. I need to I need to move on. I need Gabriel Jesus to be the pest. I need him to handle Virgil van Dijk. I need him to make sure Van Dijk knows there's a striker that he's got to deal with. Because let's be honest. There's not been a striker at Arsenal or Anfield that's gone then and put in performance, in my opinion, since Robin Van Persie. We've not had a striker that's gone to Anfield and really given them a game since Robin Van Persie. I'm going that far back. Not Giroud, not Shamak, not bloody, um, not even a Bamiyang. Robin Van Persie. So I need Jesus to step up and I need finally my two wide men, Martinelli and Saka, to be on it, but to be smart. Liverpool are very good in the wide areas. I know Robertson's not playing, I need those two players to be pushing back Simicas. What's his name? Yeah, Simicas. Saka needs to put Simicas in a body bag. He needs to make him retire. That's what I need from my boys. If they do that and we win, the league will be scared. They will be scared. I'm telling you, I need the boys to step up this weekend and really assert themselves. My final point will be Liverpool have got a cup game in the week, I think, in the League Cup. Yeah. So they'll probably put out a, a weekend team. They'll want a reaction after yesterday. They were poor yesterday. They were not good. They'll want a reaction. The crowd will be reacting because the crowd were poor at Anfield as well. So what I'm saying is we've got to mm-hmm. play smart. You know, go at Anfield, the first 20 minutes, just quieten them down and then play your game. But I need some, there's four or five players that I need to turn into demons on Saturday night and really step up and deliver three points for Arsenal because I think we can do it. I really think we can do it. Body bags and transfer requests, Arsenal. Yeah. You heard him. Get it done. Get it done. <laughs> this weekend. We want it all. Not quite the pre-match analysis I was expecting to hear. I like but, it. Um, listen, no, I can't like it. To be I fair, like though, like, you, you motivated me. Like, mm. you know, made me lost a believer. Lost me at the Ramsdale pit, but there you go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I want everyone to go back and look at Lee's face when he said Ramsdale. The, 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 the shock horror. <laughs> no, no, but you know what I mean, Lee. You know what I mean, though. I think Raya really this is the way this is the game where he, he, he it's make or break for him. I really do. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, makes makes the marker because um you know there's still a lot of negativity around him and in the stands, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, I, I experienced a bit of it. There's there's not a lot of love for Raya, you know what I mean, if I'll be honest. Uh this is the one game where he's gonna be busy, you know that. He's gonna have to make saves and I, I I'm I'm Pretty confident that he's gonna listen. Uh, this is this is the game I, I think is, is is massive for us because I think we was a much much better team than Liverpool last season, and they still mm-hmm. we still couldn't go up there and beat them. You know, um, forty five minutes. Forty five minutes, we was outstanding, and we give away a silly goal. Like, you Granit Xhaka, fuck's sake. Uh, well, you know, also we, we we give away a goal right right on half time, which didn't help. We otherwise, I think we would have 
won that. And we had chances to win it in the second half as well, even though mm -hmm. Ramsdale made some unbelievable saves at the end. Go there. I think we've got to beat a big team away from home, like, you know, just make that statement. I think we've we've had a couple of uh, fouls, if you like, with the Newcastle and, and Aston Villa games. But I, both games frustrating for different reasons. One, you know, we could have gone either way. Go up there. Just, uh, as Jordan says, you know, everybody be be on point. Like they was in that first 20 minutes. I'm going to be honest. We blew Liverpool away in that first 20, mm -hmm. 25 minutes. Mm -hmm. Do that again. Defend properly. And and see the game out, you know. And um, I, I think mistakes were made at Anfield last last season as well. I think that we was totally in control of that. To to, to let them score right on half time, really, with their first sort of attack was was poor. And then we lo lost a little bit of our nerve, but circumstances and whatever, like you know. But this is a real big big statement if we can go up there and win. Look, listen. The other thing is, I honestly thought we'd be going there one point behind minimum after yeah. the weekend. I, I really did, you know what I mean? So so straight away we're on a we're on a bonus to what I thought we was going to be. If I'll be really honest, you know, we're we're one point in front. So as, as as we've all said, a draw wouldn't be the end of the world um for us. But I think it do you remember when we went up there when we was chasing for the league and the invincibles and that and Robert Perez scored a one the goal mm -hmm, we won mm -hmm. two one we was one nil down in that game and come back yeah. one two one you know with a ten minute fit I I remember that game of thinking well Arsenal can go and win the league now like you know it was a statement win it was a win where oh bloody hell you know and I've already had like Spurs fans saying oh after this weekend we'd be three points behind you because uh, you'll lose at Liverpool you know what I mean they're all thinking that, you know and I, 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 my my quickness quick response is that, well, you ain't going to, it's no formality you're going to beat Everton at the moment because they're in form. But anyway, that's enough. That's what everybody suspects, suspects that Arsenal will will lose this game. Go and prove everybody wrong and go there and win it. And it'd be a real rig, but really, really, really massive boost for us to do that, like, you know. Mm -hmm. And listen, I'm going to be really honest. Over the last few years, I've gone up to Anfield, not, not so much last season, but the years before, realistically hoping to keep the score down, you know what I mean? Get it respectable. Over the last couple of seasons, you know, the League Cup time went up there with a nil-nil um, with 10 men when Shaka got sent off. Uh, we've we've got the 2-2 two -two draw last season. I, I I think this is the time. I really do. I, I'm not saying I'm overconfident, but I think this is where Arsenal deliver. And I think that, I think they will on Sunday. Is that, two, is that two draws in a row at Anfield then? No, we lost in the league game. Um, got, got, got beaten heavily, I think. And that was before the cup game. Could have been two seasons ago. Oh so yeah, it might have been. Yeah, so yeah, so two draws in a row after. Yeah, so the nil nil and the and the two two. So yeah, let's just go there and uh, and get, it's been a long while since we won at Anfield. And the thing too is, long, when Liverpool were better, yeah, when Liverpool were better than us a few years back and Manchester City, they come to the Emirates. And they won, you know what I mean? They, 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 they put a marker down, you know what I mean? Like, and you, and you walked away thinking, "Whoa, yeah, yeah, Liverpool were a bit better than us, uh, you know, outclassed us today." Blah blah blah. Even when we was going well, chasing for the top four, you know, Liverpool come down and done a job on us. Let's do a job on them, please. Let's do a job. I on think them. all season I've said Man City are the team that should win every league title. If we go beat Liverpool at Anfield, it's Arsenal that should win this year's league title. That that that's how big it is. 
going four points above Liverpool and Man City not playing, there'll be eight points above them. We should go on and win the league title from there. I know it's very early, but that should be the confidence. That should be the the moment we look back on in May, you know, having won the league title and said that was the moment we all turned around and believed. Because Lee's right, these teams came to Emirates and, and had their way with us when they was, you know, challenging and winning league titles. I want us to start doing the same. I, I, I hear that. I, I, I wouldn't go as far as say personally that I think if we win, that would mean that we should win it. But I think it should in Ghana a confidence that, well, if we can beat Liverpool away, why can't we get a draw at worst case at City? Why can't we get that, a minimum one? Go on. If Liverpool went four points clear of Arsenal, let's say, at the top of the league, four points mm. clear of Arsenal, eight points clear of City, I think, Jordan, you'd say Liverpool should win the league. I don't know if I would, but even if I did, even if I did, it would only be because they've been there and done it. So I'll be saying that on the basis that they've got pedigree and showing that they know how to take a big win and then cross the line, mm-hmm. if if I was to say that. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure we're quite in the kind of win this and you should win the, should win the title territory yet. But I do think, I think the rest of the league looks at us differently. I think teams will play against us differently. I do think it's interesting to see how we play against Liverpool this year. Because last year, we, as Lee says, out of the traps early. But that was kind of how we played for the first half of the season, at least. We don't play that way anymore. So I'm really interested to see how we start the game. Do we contain? Do we, is it traps out early? I'm, I'm really keen to see how we, how we do it again. Because this is the fixture last year for me with the title win. I know people say the West Ham yeah, game, oh, the Southampton. This was the game for me with a title win. Oh, I can okay. see it, it was it was it was devastating for me. This this one here. And I, I want to just very briefly again just mark out Saka. The, I've said the Saka is not world class. I don't think he's world class yet. And I, I don't say he's world class because I think in his position, the guy that is world class is Mohamed Salah. This is the game where I think Saka can genuinely, in my opinion, and for me, show I'm the guy now. I'm the guy now. I need Saka to get the ball and just have, like I said, I mean, I take by the, the body bag um, analogy. That was that was a bit crass. But I need Saka to have, uh, what, what, did, what did the kids say? In a spliff. I need him to have Simikas in a spliff. Do you know what I mean? I need him to have him in bits. So I need Saka to announce himself that I'm the guy now. I am the guy for this league. And, and really, really, again, get kicked. I don't mind if he gets kicked, 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 because that will show they can't get near him. Go on, James. Sorry, you were going to say something, James. Uh, I wasn't actually, but oh, sorry, I thought you were going to say something. Sorry, no, no, no. I but but I do agree, it's a big opportunity for Saka and those forwards. They're not going to, I'd be amazed if they had quite as many chances. I think Liverpool can see chances, but they've got to take what they get and be quite efficient. Um, so yeah, I mean, look, I I probably the more we talk about it, I probably take back saying that I would take a point if I offered it now, but I guess what I'm trying to say is. I wouldn't be surprised if after the United game, the crowd will want a response after mm-hmm. some of the things have been said about the Anfield crowd from that United game. If the mm-hmm. Liverpool players themselves want a response, they'll see an opportunity to leapfrog Arsenal here and go top of the table because if they at least match Villa's goal difference, then they will. Um, so I just wouldn't be surprised if we come up against a horribly motivated Liverpool side. Um who just made this very difficult for us. Um, that's why I don't think a point's a bad result. And I wouldn't well, you should be horribly motivated, though. Yeah, fine. But, every, like, every team 
has tactics. Every team has good players. Every team gets motivated. We could be very motivated. They could be that bit more. Like, you know, it could be decided by a decision here or there. It could be... I thought we were very motivated at Villa. I thought we matched them for energy. I thought we were tactically better and we lost that game. Um, you know, I, I'm just wary. I'm very wary. Anfield's done that over the years. Even when we were brilliant last year, we couldn't get it done. Question for you three. Would you take a performance... United put in yesterday at Anfield if it guaranteed yeah, a point. Mate. Yeah, but yes. Can I, I, let me just address I wouldn't. this now. I thought I thought the the um I thought the criticism of Man United was way over the top. People saying the football wasn't great and look how far they've fallen and everything. Listen, I don't care if Arsenal with the last few years we've had went and played like that and came out because when you actually look at it, yeah, Liverpool didn't have any good chance that game, maybe one. The better chances fell to Man United, in my opinion, certainly in that second half. Mm. And I think if you can limit Liverpool and come away with a point, look, playing the way we do, we're more likely to win the game. So I, so maybe that's where you're going with it, Jordan, and I'll let you come mm. in on it. But I, I just, I thought there was way too, not really speaking from an Arsenal perspective, but I felt there was way too much criticism for Man United. Say that again. Then... No, go on, sorry. Oh. Oh. Who's giving me the thumbs down? Is that you, Turkish? No, bro. I thought, how do I give you the thumbs down? I don't know. The, the internet's giving me the thumbs down. That's not good. Is that, that... That... That's weird. I've shot the, shot the things like them, things like that. The one thing that I think is you really get some of my nerves, that does. One, one, of the good, one, of the, one of the things that I do hope with Arsenal over the next couple of days is that they're nice, they have a nice couple of days off. I hope Mikel's given them a couple of days off now just to just rest relax you know Liverpool don't forget I got um, a game Wednesday night um, so we just nicely relax rest for a couple of days get our energy levels back oh hello because <laughs> they can see you you know Sorry. is she not in the bathroom that's a disgrace you know what I mean? like, you know? so uh, yeah Shut um, you. so um, bye hi <laughs> Yeah, the mute button exists, Jordan. Right on cue, Jordan. Right on Yeah, I like, right, like, you know. Sorry. Dashing, dashing, dashing. You know Sorry, I mean? you. Go on, I'm Lee, sorry. carry on. So, no, so we'll have a nice cut of day's rest. Get the energy levels right right up on full for this game, like, because I felt, I felt like Saka was very, very tired towards the end. Even Declan Rice was on his haunches at the end of that game, you know. Just have a nice few days rest now. Nice recovery time and, and, and really go for the game. And I, I, I think we'd be in a good place. I, I think also on on, on Wednesday, uh, I, I hear what Joel, um, sorry uh, James is saying there, but they've got a game Wednesday. They won't want to lose another, lose that one and then put themselves in, under a little bit of pressure going into it. Even though it's the League Cup and all that, I think West Ham will go pretty strong. So uh, I, I think that... Um, Again, that suits us. Like, just uh, hoping that Mikel, I don't know if he has or not, has given him a couple of days off, just just really re just recharge those batteries. Well, to your point, Lee, I, I don't want to go Robbie on 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 us here, but that fixture midweek could have been us. So, is yes, it a blessing it. in disguise? Yeah. Maybe that we will have a few days to prepare for that. I mean, I'd rather be in the cup. So, just I want to say, yeah, that I, I, I would rather. But be going, I'm know. just saying that the the upshot is that. They've got a game. I don't know how strong they'll go, as you said, but they've got a game in between now and Saturday, and we don't. Three of our next seven games are Liverpool, so it yeah. could be four of the next eight. Yeah, unbelievable. I mean, that, you know, so yeah, big, big cup, big month and a half. Big month and, and our half. three games after 
after Anfield are all London derbies. West Ham, I believe, home, Fulham away, Crystal Palace home. So it's a chance yeah. for us to to build. And Man City don't play because of Club World Cup. And when they do return, they got Everton away, which is not an easy game as well. No. So this is why I say if we can win at Anfield, we should go on and win the league. I'll just, I can't um, imagine we should go on and win the league. But. I just looked up that Champions League fixture on the 21st as well. Well, the next game after that is at home to Newcastle. So we've we've done all right out of that, like you know. And the the following following game is the FA Cup quarterfinals, whether we're in that or not, like you know. So what weekend is that? The follow up one. The follow up one is the 21st uh, March, is it or something like? And then the okay. following. And the following weekend is is scheduled for FA Cup for uh, court final weekend. Okay. So game. we might not even be in the cup by then, like you know, because we've got a difficult game. But uh, yeah, so things are, things have you know on the draws and all that have worked out very nice for us. So just a handful of uh, I mentioned a, a few players. Just final point that I need to step up, but I think another person that we need a big performance from is Mikel Arteta. I think in his evolution as a manager, this is another test for him to see if he can really um, come up against a world class manager at Anfield and get out there with three points. I think how he sets us up, the team he plays, I think will be obviously integral to to um, the players have got to do on the on the pitch. But I think how he sets us up. The, the tactics that we employ, um, I, I think, will say a lot about him. So we need him to be on form, on, on form as well. Prediction twelve before <clears> prediction <throat> time. We've got a trial that needs sorting out. Let me let me bring up what the table should look like. Yeah. This is a, this is get me glasses on. Let's have a look this at that. Is what the table yeah. should look like. Lovely, lovely, lovely. lovely. Oh, there's a gap. <laughs> Should be should be twenty three, <laughs> but anyway, we won't go into that. I'm happy with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's see if it's even twenty one, mate. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's debatable. It's debatable. Shut up, like, but Jordan, you backed that. You backed before Lee was on it. He was well, on it. You said, you know what? When he comes on, we're gonna. I know. I know. You, just you know what? The, you just left me I alone. Know, I know. You know what? You know what? To be fair. Lee was the person that had my back a couple of weeks ago when I was oh, on the right. Friends, so- friends, oh, friends, oh, friends, oh, judges, oh, judges, right, listen, I, I am genuinely innocent of that today, whatever. I had issues, <laughs> no problems, right, you know. It's issues, you know what I mean, like, you know. He's, he's pulling away, though. He's pulling away. Four That's what points. I'm saying. You lot let him get away with technical difficulties. When my alarm's not going off in the morning, do I say technical difficulties? Does it get? Do I get away with losing three points? Oh, no. That, 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 that is a stretch. That is a stretch. I say, more front than Brighton. Is it not technical? Is it not technical? He's getting away with it. Lee judges. What a slime ball. He's not, he's, he knows how to oh, slime ball. <laughs> I, I actually asked you to call me three point judges, and now I'm being called slime ball. Excuse <laughs> you more, mate. Excuse you more. <laughs> Shocking. Shocking behavior. Uh, that the, looks good. For the audio listeners, um, Lee is top. Another correct score. He's on three correct scores now. 21 points. James in second. One correct score. 18 points. I'm in third. Two correct scores. 17 points. And Jordan fourth. One correct score. Also 17 points. So judges pulling away somewhat. Still only four points from top to bottom. Lee. Uh, as I'm top at Christmas, do I get a Christmas present from everybody? Like, you know what I mean? Or something like that? You know? If... No. No? Yeah. We'll, we'll send it to you. Uh, okay. said, yeah, your friend oh, there, your, your friend there, you have each other's back. Christmas brothers. number one. Go to him, go to him about that. <laughs> oh, Christmas number one. 
Um, well, to be honest, Jay actually, no, James can't even. No, get ahead. no, 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 yeah, today, Friday, Friday. Listen, we're not even going to say about what Friday is. That's coming out soon, people. Make oh, sure you oh. make sure you're subscribed with the notification bell. God, he spoiled, isn't he? No, he hasn't spoiled. He's giving a little okay. little teaser. Little, little, little teaser, teaser right. little Christmas cracker, right, 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 Christmas cracker. Right, right, right. You know, uh, you know, put it on the tree. You know, you had those little <laughs> little presents on the tree. You you nick when you was a kid. Look, James's um, got a party to go to. Hurry up. So yeah, just, I, really I, I brought a new rule in last week. I didn't tell you lot, but if you don't make a prediction within 30 seconds, it moves on to the next person and you don't get a prediction that weekend. <laughs> What's oh, going on? I'm going to go for it, boys. I'm going for it. Liverpool 1, Arsenal 2. <sighs> um, J um, James. 1-1. One, 2-2. One. Two, two. Jordan. 2-1 Liverpool. <laughs> if I win, if I win, it should be fantastic. <laughs> if Arsenal win, you'd be all cheering. You'd be all cheering and then go, oh, no, right at the end of it. like That's what you'll be doing. You're going, yeah. And then someone will go, oh, three-point judges has now gone four-point judges. It won't be happening. <laughs> four-point judges. Now gone four-point judges. Um, I was actually going to predict 2-1 Arsenal, but... When you predicted it, I said to myself, I can't go 3 1 Arsenal. That's just too much. Yeah, it's tough. Like, yeah, it's tough. Isn't it? two, two. Could have gone uh, 2 0. Let's round off the predictions, people. Lee's gone for a 2 1 Arsenal win. <clears throat> Me and James have both gone for draws. James has gone for a 1 1. I've gone for a 2 2. And Jordan has gone for a 2 1 Liverpool win. All predictions are there. Prediction table is there. Remember, we are on audio platforms as well. People, Spotify, Apple, Amazon Music, all of that. So you can follow us and subscribe there. Sometimes the shows come out earlier on those audio platforms. So if you're there, you'll get the exclusive. But we're here right now, YouTube. So hit the like button. Let's get up to a 1,000 likes. We've done the predictions. We've talked about the game coming up. We've talked about the game just gone. The Champions League draw more to come in February on that. And we're going to round it off with comments of the day. Everyone ready? Oh! Yes. Um, can I go first? Um, I've got a couple. The first one um, was from Jamie Mitchell, um, which was a very, very sweet comment that he put in. He said, um, this was a short one. Thank you for helping me through the miscarriage. Me and my missus went through massive respect. And then in brackets, he's got tactical insight is great. Um, and I just think yeah. I do a lot of podcasts and a lot of people sending messages talking about how certain podcasts can really be like a friend and <clears throat> hearing people talk about something that you're passionate about when you're going through something difficult, a difficult time can really feel like, um, yeah, an extra friend or a member of the family. And for whatever, um, sorry, what his name, I think it was James has gone through, uh, watching our podcast, obviously, sorry um, that, got, got him through a very difficult period for him. He's misses. Um, uh, there was another one that I've got, but I'm going to defer while I find it to James. You go next. He right. passed it on. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, Laurent Shervington. Laurent Shervington, I pronounce that right. Imagine what forever Arsenal four side team would look like. Turkish, the sweeper, yelling orders and keeping everyone in line. Lee, the maestro, mid the midfield maestro, making crucial tackles and playing elegant through balls. James, the young gun up front, making precise runs and scoring cheeky back heels, and Jordan. 
<laughs> wine cart. <laughs> I'll, I'll say that. I like that one. Yeah, I bet you did. I, yeah. I've gone for this one because I think it's, this is incredible. This is um, this from Brian thirty six, and he's done this four days ago. Like he said, I'm telling you, Lee needs his own travel show. Porto this time of year is lovely. Yeah, Porto was good. Years Porto, ago. Isn't I saw uh, that, that one as well. That is, I, I had to bring that. That was incredible. Like you know, to say that, and then. And that was, I had to check that, and it was four days ago uh, that he done. He put that comment in there, and we went and pulled out Porto today, like, you know. So, um, could you give us the lottery numbers this week, please, Brian? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> the lottery numbers? Can you tell us if we're going to win at Anfield or not? Yeah, yeah. Can you give me the prediction? He, you know, he actually, Brian told me it'd be 2-1, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually never been Porto away, actually, because I've been quite a few away grounds in Europe. I've never been Porto away. Um but yeah, the the home game is my birthday week. That 18th of March is my birthday, so I'll go to the. I ain't been to a Champions League game yet this season, so I'll oh, be to, I'll be at that home one. Um, I I got one mine here. Mine just nice, short, sweet, something different. Four less says even though Jordan gets a lot of stick, I know my nan would absolutely love him. There <laughs> you go. Pick up your nan. However, yeah. big... oh, wow. she okay, is blind, yeah. deaf, and most times. <laughs> <laughs> Turkish is a wank. Oh. Turkish is an absolute wank. <laughs> Sandy's so good as well, though. When I saw that, I said, I'm going to drop this so sick. That yeah, I know Jordan's going to say, Big up, Nan. <laughs> you kill me. Oh, man. Oh, wow. I can't know. I can't find this other message. It was really good as well. I had one more, but I can't find it now. That might um, be my comment of the year, you know. <laughs> that was unreal. I mean, big up I your was laughing still. at the whole, my gran still. would like him. I thought, oh, that's quite funny. And then, oh, and then it went on. <laughs> She's blind, deaf, and most time asleep. I right, big up for that. Big up everyone that sent in comments. She watches the tactical insight as well. Then, <laughs> Good old name. Oh, I do want to big up. Sorry, Courtney, Australian who watches the pod. I bumped into Courtney on the train. Man of the people. Um, he loves the show, and I said I give him a shout out. So big up Courtney. Big fan of the show. Old type Courtney. <laughs> uh-huh. Big up Courtney. Big up everyone out there. Fans of the show people hitting the like button if you've hit it big up if you've not make sure you hit it now and big up um and make sure you're subscribed notification bell on we've got some specials coming around this christmas period one including us four here the forever arsenal team so make sure you're subscribed that's all i can tell you people i can't tell you a date i can't tell you what it is all i can tell you is in the next couple of weeks we've got a special make sure you subscribe put a notification bell on when that comes out you'll be one of the first to view it um big up jordan big up james big up lee we're going to wrap it up here, people. Make sure we reach a 1,000 likes. Big one coming this weekend. And make sure you look out for Jordan's mixtape, Spliffs, Body Bags, and Transfer. <laughs> out, out this Saturday, 5.30 p.m. Only in Liverpool. Select stores only. Love the love people out, please. Podcast Network.